0: Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you.
2: We'll have the high school fan zone on the air for you tonight at 7 on 100.7, the score. Coaches from uh, Coronado and Estacado, both of whom were off this past week, will uh, visit uh, with uh, our folks in uh, Garrett Luft and uh, talk high school football. That'll be tonight from seven until eight. Uh, Cowboys Hour that won't be very much fun tonight. Uh, <clears throat> that'll be at six on Double T ninety seven three, and then uh, Monday night football from uh, Vegas: the Vegas Raiders and the Green Bay Packers. So we'll get to uh, we'll get to the Cowboys that. That was the one distasteful thing from uh, from the weekend, but we're going to start with positive, sweet things in our mouth this morning, like okay. Red, Red Raider victory, and then how about the Texas Rangers? Man, alive! A week ago, we're sitting here lamenting the fact that you blew a golden opportunity to, you know, get a bunch of days off and win the division outright, and all those things, and having to face Tampa and fly clear across the country, and discussing flight routes and all those kinds of things and you know even bruce Bochies you know said you know you know right before the series oh, i had to fly over dallas and that was kind of depressing <laughs> you know so um because they didn't get to land in dallas because they had to go to tampa and they went to tampa and won those two games outright and didn't have to go back to arlington to play or didn't have to stay in tampa for a third game for the wild card, and then
3: well, they got to land in Dallas yesterday they did. with a 2-0 lead.
2: Yeah, and then they go to then they go to Baltimore and they win, you know, Saturday and Sunday. Um, yesterday, 11-8. made it a little dicey at the end, just a, just a little.
3: Yeah, that's what the Rangers bullpen does. Yeah,
2: they gave up a, a three-run, uh, not Jimmy Jack, because it's only Jimmy Jack when the Rangers are hitting um, there in the in the home run in the ninth inning, and but uh, then close it.
1: Didn't blow a save. Yeah, that's important later
2: that's right that's right you know and saturday was saturday was really exciting i mean that was i mean that was vintage playoff baseball they won it three to two base running mistake in the ninth inning you pick a guy off at second base great throw by by uh the ranger catcher and man uh now you're on the on the verge of, of being in a spot where you'll play for a right to go to the world series
3: yeah, well, uh, maybe you're getting a little ahead of yourself a little bit when you talk about World Series. It just—I know what you're saying, and play, you, you you play, play for—I for know, I play, get it, yeah. I get it. But um, still, <clears throat> still another big game to get here against sure. Baltimore, and you have to feel really good about the Rangers' chances, though. Hmm. Hmm. Uh,
2: I don't know what the stat is when you lead two zero. I know what the stat is when you lead 1-0, because I—I saw this on on Saturday. Game teams that won game one of the division series went go on to win the series seventy one percent of the time. So I mean now the Orioles have to win three straight in Arlington, and uh, and that'll be tomorrow night. And that
3: uh, no, the last game would be back in Baltimore. Would be
2: okay. Yeah. yeah. So three, two, two, one. Okay, go back to back to Baltimore anyway. Um, but still have to win three straight. Correct. Still have to win. Still have to win three straight against
3: a team right now that's got to be riding pretty high.
2: I would think so. Uh, Nathan Avaldi will go for uh, Texas tomorrow night. Uh, the Orioles are undecided at this moment. They or at yeah. least haven't announced.
3: And you've got your ace on the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Feels
2: pretty good. Feels feel pretty good. Uh, Trevor says this eighty nine percent if they win the first two games to win the series. Again, it's not a hundred. Can't count your chickens before they hatch and all those kinds of things, but. Boy, you're certainly in a much huge, much bigger better place than you were a week ago.
3: That would be an understatement.
2: Yeah, that would be that would be an understatement <laughs> because a week ago, uh the managers given everybody the day off to go clear their head, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and now it's kind of like, do we have to come home? We're playing so well on the road. Do we have to mm-hmm. do we have to come back to Arlington? It's
3: so much fun to disappoint the Baltimore people. Yeah, right. Right? No, no. Great atmosphere, though. Oh, my they gosh. Great atmosphere. Yeah.
2: No, no question. No, no question. I
3: think, they, I mean, besides Tampa, I think across the board and Major League Baseball, it's been pretty awesome
2: mm-hmm. postseason. Mm hmm. Uh, let's see here. This from the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Wanted to get this in because he said uh, we talked about dominated uh, the Baylor game. Um, we have dominated at times in every game. It's a game. Okay, it's game. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No. That that's. that's I that's think fair, that's fair. fair. Yeah. Um. It, that we have at time. I mean, the first whatever five or eight minutes against Wyoming, even. Mm-hmm. Um. Oregon, there was a time where your offense just looked unstoppable. Um. When you weren't stopping yourself, so. I mean, I, I think that's somewhat fair. I don't. West Virginia game. I don't know that I've ever felt there was a time that we were dominant, maybe defensively.
2: Yeah, because you didn't. I mean, you didn't give up very many points, and then you, you kind of had a, had a spot there where you you didn't. You were running the ball, and you decided not to.
3: At Tarleton State, you won forty-one to three. So I don't. Yeah.
2: That doesn't really count, right?
3: Yeah, but it, but I mean, I, you definitely could say you were dominating at times yeah. in that game. Um, so.
2: Uh, somebody says this, Chuck. Are we ready to put the tech losses per uniform to bed? LOL. Uh, yeah, for the first time, wearing that combination, uh, you won a ballgame game because you were zero and four going into that going into that game. But um, no, no. I mean, I think I just think that's a traditional stat that we I like to give. <laughs> I didn't Thank include. Thank you for correcting. Tr- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. Yeah, I like I like to give, right?
3: Okay, so here's the question. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. I mean, this in all honesty, and sure. I don't, I'm not trying to be jerk, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Do you think it factors into anything, or do you just do it for comedic purposes?
2: Uh, man, I, I I just if I'm if I'm being completely honest with you, which 99.9 percent of the time I am, I, I I a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. I mean, there's a there's a part of me that's a little stitious about that you know I mean that you know where I kind of don't I, I don't didn't like those I didn't like that number going into it okay? okay and there's some and then there's some and then there is a little bit of comedic purpose in there but really really it's more about I feel more comfortable it's kind of like when you hit the extra point on the first touchdown you feel a lot more comfortable I feel a lot more comfortable when we're wearing the the black red black and we're like you know 15 and three I feel I feel really really comfy in those. It's it's like your, it's like your comfortable t-shirt. That's like your, uh, you know, um, you know, your favorite cup, you know, that's like your, uh, all those, all those kinds of things, you know, your, your shorts that, you know, are, are kind of falling apart, but they're just really, really comfortable. It's like, it's like Friday night just to, just to give Oklahoma state some good vibes. I, uh, I drank out of a, a 40 plus year old cup that I had from, uh, Uh, a KU game when I was a student and I thought well maybe this will bring a little good mojo to Oklahoma State and so not that I'm taking credit for the win but look what happened on the field Yeah, they they won won
3: pretty big that's great except everybody in Texas Tech hates Oklahoma State and not Kansas State
2: well (laughs) yeah I I mean I might be I might be oppo uh, with some folks I mean Mm -hmm. I don't know about do they they, hate Everybody hate Oklahoma State?
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: They're definitely not in the light like column. Okay. Yeah. Probably yeah. if you stopped a thousand cars and you asked people, we, who do you like more, K-State okay. or Oklahoma State, they'd probably say K-State. You're probably right about that. I don't probably. think there's
3: any probably to it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, this, hey, Chuck, new home dominated again Friday night. Knew you would want to know that. Actually, I saw that.
3: Go leopards.
2: I saw that and I was really happy for you. Um. Those crab cakes didn't taste good last night in Baltimore, Robert. Well, Robert, they should have tasted really good be- if you're a Ranger fan. Yeah. Probably tasted really, really good. Let's see. Uh, if, with the Rangers, game four may not be necessary. If it's played, they move the game to a night game, so I may make my noon meeting and game with my tickets. Hey, good for Sweet. you. Good for you.
3: But then you kind of have to root for the Rangers to lose game three, Right. Right. Yeah, I
1: like the undefeated in the playoffs. Texas Rangers feel better.
2: Sure. Sure. Get set up. Give Max Scherzer a couple of days to
3: I don't know, man. Ready. If I had tickets to the game, there'd be part of me like, it's not going to kill me if they lose this one so I they can watch them you. clinch it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> sure. yeah, Sometimes There's a, a fine line there. If you don't get to go, I mean, if you've gone to a bunch of them, yeah. Okay, you're like, you just go ahead and win it. But if you don't get to go very often... That'd be pretty cool.
0: The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: It's kind of like uh, the word of the day when you enter that into Double T 97.3. It's kind of like the American League Division Series. Because you've got to enter that in for the chance to get qualified, which would then be the American League Championship Series, for the chance to win the World Series, which would be like winning the $10,000. You follow? I follow. Okay. Follow. <laughs> I mean oftentimes when I do those kind of stretchy things a little bit it it kind of kind of gets confusing and so th- this was true clarity then. Cuz if you can follow it, then then I know that everybody can. Cuz sometimes when I kind of get out there on a limb by myself,
3: but maybe I understand the, the, you better the, than others do.
2: The break, the limb, the limb breaks pretty easily.
3: I would say Jeff and I and your wife understand you more than most do. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Probably so. Probably so.
1: Lucky us. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Very well said, Jeff.
1: And in fairness to you two. You guys probably know me, sure, better than anybody else. Sure,
2: sure. Lucky you two. Sure, sure. Lucky, lucky, all of us. Um, big Twelve football from over the weekend. The, um, the, the I think I, I guess the two big surprises, um, and I don't even guess. This is not even guess. Would be Oklahoma State winning on Friday night, twenty nine twenty one, and then the big shocker was Iowa State beating TCU. Or do you think? Because that's a bigger that's a bigger surprise than Oklahoma beating Texas, right?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think the biggest, uh, I think, I think the biggest shocker was Oklahoma State beating Kansas State. Okay. That, I, I just felt like Oklahoma State had didn't have much of a chance in that game, and um, Kansas State would would be able to roll in that contest. But man, they just uh, they didn't look good at all. Kansas State didn't.
2: Well, and you know, and. There were, there were times where they, they got some stops because that it's it's one of those games where Oklahoma State could have and probably should have won by two or three touchdowns because they had to settle for a field goal. Then they had to settle for another field goal. Then they had to settle for two more field goals. I mean, they kicked five field goals in the ballgame.
3: Yeah, and Kansas State just um, kept going for it on fourth down and not getting it. I mean, it was... Uh... I don't know. I I think this going for it on fourth down thing is just the analytic stuff is just out of control.
2: It's uh, is it (laughs) an epidemic of?
3: I I, I don't know. K
2: State was one of four on fourth down.
3: Yeah, I I mean teams are passing up points too much, and it swings momentum. And I don't know, man. You know, takes pressure away from the opponent. Mm -hmm. Takes you know instead of. Grabbing momentum, you give it to the opponent in a big way, and I mean, oh, Kansas State. Just, I mean, to me, that game was on the coaching staff as much as anybody. But I, it, I just, it's, it's crazy to me. At, at one point, and I think it was that game that I was watching this weekend. Okay, where? Yeah, I think it was. They go down, so they're down fourteen points in the fourth quarter and they score a touchdown, okay, to make it an eight point game, right? Kick the extra point and then you're just down a touchdown. And they go for two, okay? And with like a decent amount of time left in the game, right, like eight, eight, nine, eight minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. And they go for two, mm-hmm. like you're down two scores straight up. Seven and seven makes 14. Right. Okay, You're sure. tied. Mm-hmm. But they go for two.
2: Yeah, so and the broadcasters
3: are trying to explain to us, oh, the analytics tells you you go for two here. And if you don't get it, well, then you just go for it the next time. And if you do get it, well, you give yourself a great opportunity to, to take the lead after the next touchdown. Well, you're forgetting the fact that you also put yourself behind the eight ball sure. if you don't get I, it. I agree. Like you're completely ignoring that fact.
2: I, I, I agree with you. I, I like want, it's okay.
3: not a possibility mm-hmm. that you could not get it both mm-hmm. times. hmm no, like I, you're just completely ignoring that yeah just just take the seven be down a touchdown an extra point and get the game tied and I'm that didn't cause them to lose the game but other other times in the game they could have taken field goals and they went for it on fourth down and it's just I'm like you're you're ignoring one third of the equation there
2: well and to to support your point I mean, so K-State scores, and they try to go for two, and they don't get it. and So it's 29-21. Then Oklahoma State gives it up on downs to K-State. And so K-State takes over the ball first and 10 from their own 40 with 5-12 to go in the game. That's that's an enormous amount of time. And for, for as bad as they played, for as bad as things went for them, K-State was 60 yards away from tying up the game, but they would have had to go for two, which I was with you. It's like... Kick the extra point, get the game into overtime, and then move on, or because you've been you've shown that you can you can stop them. But
3: I just they're acting like two point con- conversions are just gimme,
2: given on growing on a tree. Yeah, don't, they're
3: gimme. There's a reason that mm-hmm. you don't usually do it. That you just kick the extra point. Yeah. Um.
2: Man, how about uh,
3: I, I just I just didn't I don't understand that at all and. I just this world is bought into the the analytics and that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Um, yeah, bring me back an old school coach, man. I I don't and I'm not complaining about the fact that the Red Raiders go for it on fourth down at times. I, I I feel like Coach McGuire is not. And there were there was one time the the time this this weekend where on Saturday where you thought you had the first down and then they replayed it and they said you didn't have the first down. Um, that you give up points. But I don't think Coach McGuire has been the guy that, hey, we're going to not kick the field goal here, that we got a chip shot field goal. He, I don't feel like he's done that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go for it on fourth and four and not take the chip chip shot field goal. Now, if it's fourth and one, different deal, right? Yeah, I don't think Coach McGuire's been that. Coach McGuire is the guy that, hey, we're in no man's land here. We're at like the 45 or we're at the 40 or even our own 45. Okay.
1: Can I extend this drive as to let's get points? Yes. Like that's kind of where the line is.
3: I I mean, I just think you got to take points. Unless you don't have any confidence in your kicker, you got to take points. I just think those are huge momentum swings. It's like in a basketball game when you're making a comeback and somebody misses two free throws. It's almost like you you got a big boost out of that by the other team missing the free throws. It just gets more momentum on one side, gets the crowd fired up, and you see that team all of a sudden feeling so much more pressure. Okay? And when you don't take the points and, and you allow them to get a stop, it's it's huge momentum swing, and I, I just thought that was dumb by Kansas State.
2: Yeah, I I, I did too. I did, I'm so I sick didn't... of the
3: broadcasters trying to t- tell, <clears throat> trying to coach all of us on how how it's the right thing to do. Like just stop.
2: I want to get me one of them book of, of analytics, but
3: uh, and,
0: and then burn it. Yes. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Good morning with Jamie Linton, Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We'll have uh, High School Fan Zone on the air for you tonight at 7 on 100.7. The score coaches from Coronado and Estacado are uh, in studio or on the Visual Edge IT hotline or by communique through however means that they see fit. Um, But they won, uh, I would assume that both won the bye week last week for them.
3: I'm not sure.
2: We're going to find out. We'll see how practice went last week as they uh, had the last week off. So that'll be tonight at 7.
3: I don't think every coach tells you they win the bye week. Okay. I've heard some coaches before that talking about, you know, lack of focus because we didn't have a game. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, hard to get the guys dialed in when there's not an opponent right there in front of them. We've also
1: heard a coach say that uh, they needed to stay off the bottom line. Yeah, during the bye week, right? Because mm-hmm. they would gotten in trouble,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? They had some free time around, yeah, right. And those right. NFL guys, when they get the week off, yeah. we know how crazy they can I be. I
3: also am trying to stay off the bottom line.
2: <laughs> you are doing a terrible <laughs> but, job, but you'll dude? be there. You'll be there today, mm-hmm. right? you will be there today mm-hmm. at uh, high noon. Did, Which did you guys take take hear so that?
3: Did you guys hear the disappointment in Clint's voice on Friday when I m- broke my news on the show
2: about uh, take versus take? Yeah. Yeah, well, that was. I,
3: I decided that it, it's unfair that Chris Need and Matt Estensen don't get to play, mm-hmm. and so we're going to move it around so those guys can play sometimes, and not me five days a week.
2: Yeah, I was, and
3: Clint sounded like I had just kicked his puppy,
2: Taking away his toy, <laughs> Taking away his favorite stuffy. I don't, I yeah. don't
3: know why he loves annoying me so much. <laughs>
2: and then, and then I was, I was hopeful it would kind of morph into like here one day a week and then tech talk one day a week
3: oh that's right yeah that's right you were listening yes yeah. chuck would like it to just pass to a different show once a
2: week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like chuck and sneed would be really good at take versus take
1: no they wouldn't and this is why they wouldn't <laughs> because if i was asking the questions mm-hmm. they would argue on who got the point
2: <laughs> that's probably true <laughs> There's probably some truth on that.
3: Clint just loves to play games because he's just like you. He's so competitive. He wants to compete at everything, everything. all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, wish, uh...
1: I like competing, but I like competing. I don't have to win. When Sneed and Chuck would be in there, they would both have to win. And if either one of them were asking questions, then I would win every time because they couldn't give the other one a point. That was
2: stupid. A lot of truth to that. Probably some truth to that. Probably. I mean,
1: after all, somebody in this room couldn't vote for Chris Need in the in the Halloween contest because they were afraid he was going to win. I
2: knew he was going to win, so I didn't
1: vote for him. It
3: was pure. It wasn't because he thought the other one was better. It was one hundred percent because he didn't want Sneed to win. That's right. That's man. That's harsh.
2: Well, at least I admitted it, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> back <laughs> off. Of
3: I didn't vote for Snead because
1: I didn't know who he was being. I didn't get it. Okay. I didn't go to his high school. Yeah. He looked just ridiculous. That's why I didn't. I vote.
3: voted for Snead because he looked like every coach in the eighties that I had. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I didn't know who Catherine was at the time. Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Didn't have a clue who yeah. that was. Yeah. <laughs> And but you, you know did who she... and
2: you did. Uh, you mean her character? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what what was she again?
3: Yeah, but you Wednesday voted for Adams, her, but Wednesday you voted for her family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact, I
2: did know she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. no. know, yeah, it's uh, there's been some epic epic fails, I mean, but I mean in terms of things. I had a really epic fail yesterday. Man, it was almost catastrophic. So we we went to see Lion King yesterday down the street at Buddy Holly Hall. And I told the lucky lady, it was a two o'clock tip. I said, let's leave about 1245. We'll get in line and get the, get the tchotchkes, get the, you know, the souvenirs for the, so that when the phenoms get there, we can, they can, we'll be in good stead. We, we pull up at 1245, 1250 and every parking spot is taken. And the lucky lady was like, I have a bad feeling about this. I go, I think they have a church service going on at the Civic Center. And uh, she's like, I have a very bad feeling about this. I said, well, I looked. I said, it's 2 o'clock tip and 1 o'clock doors. <clears throat> I was wrong. It's a noon doors, 1 o'clock tip. So we promptly walked in. The phenoms and family were a skosh late then because it was my fault that they were a skosh late. So there were some anxious moments there at the beginning. That was a bad deal. Mm. No, it's unfortunate. It was unfortunate, but it all worked. Mm-hmm. It all, it all worked out.
3: Dealing with a little adversity.
2: Dealing with a little adversity, right? Made a little lemonade out of it. You know what mm-hmm. you should have said, Chuck. What's that? Acuna matata. Right. <laughs> you
1: um, may have gotten some of your points back. Might have if you had.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew went to the game this weekend. I have to say, Baylor Stadium is really nice. Somehow they make. Their forty thousand seat stadium look a lot larger than our sixty thousand. I thought the same thing when I went to TCU. Um, okay. Uh, I think sometimes when you go to a visiting stadium for the first time, you you're you're more awed by it than when you go to yours every week. I think sometimes you have a tendency to—I uh, certainly do—to look at what others have and what, and then compare it to what we don't have, and then be, you know. That person,
3: is it stadium or just like on a daily basis for you? Pretty much like on a daily basis. Houses or stores or
2: businesses How many French fries somebody's got? How yeah. big their steak is versus mine. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, again, constant
0: competition. At,
3: l- at least I admit
2: it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not a good look. Uh, okay, Ed. Ed says this. They had youth concerts at the civic center. Okay. Well, I'm glad to know that. I don't feel quite as bad. <clears throat> still, still fit felt a little bad um what do you what what do you make of uh do you feel like the rangers are um are we at a point where we're playing with house money here or is this a team that can can get to a world series and potentially win it
1: undefeated texas you're not playing with house money yet. you got work to do
3: okay <laughs> they playing with
1: house money <laughs>
3: So you're insinuating, suggesting that they didn't expect to be here. It's the first time in their playoffs for a long time. So if they lose the next three, it'll be all good.
1: No. In the last two years, they spent $400 million making this team better. Okay.
3: How, how does house money come into play here? It's the postseason, man.
2: Well, I know, but I mean, they've, I mean. Lady I Raiders think a making lot of people, the NCAA I think a lot of, tournament house money. I think a lot of people thought that. Once they got to the wild card round, they weren't going to win. And then they won it. No, that's fair. That's and so fair. Now, and now they're up two games to none. So if they get into the American League Championship Series, is that more than what – that's a lot more than what people expected at the start of the year.
1: You have a 2-0 series lead heading at home needing to win one to advance. Yes. You lose now. It's a disaster.
3: I – I
2: Disaster.
3: It's pretty bad. Yeah, no, it's I know. Disaster might be a strong word. You, you still would look at the season as a whole and mm-hmm. feel like it was a good one, mm-hmm. but that in would like be pretty.
1: In like you know, January. Yeah, you
3: wait a month or so. Yeah, because the sting. Yeah, um, but man, I don't. I, I think the as I told you guys heading into the playoffs, I thought all six of the teams in the American League were good mm-hmm. enough to make it to the World Series, and so the thought that hey, we're just happy to be here and it doesn't. Man, if we win a series, that's great, and we'll we'll be we'll be happy. Or win two, we'll be happy. I mean, the Rangers have a shot. They're as good as anybody out there. Okay. And so, and I, I, I just no. they're better
2: shaped than the Astros right now. The Astros are one one against the Twinkies.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, just I just don't think any athlete in the history of ever has ever talked about playing with house money. Okay. <laughs> okay. You you might want to take that comment and just like. Back, back pocket and maybe never use it.
2: Okay.
0: That, you know, that, put that one with, sorry about you.
2: That back pocket of mine's getting awful full.
0: This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 I actually had a couple of questions for you
2: and Jeff. Throughout the morning, but I was fearful that it was going to be one of your questions, your question
0: of the day. So time now for Jamie's question of the day brought to you by someone not named Jamie. That makes me
3: that makes me feel bad. I don't I don't stop your
0: ability to. No, no, because
2: I just I didn't want to I didn't want to ruin your uh, parade. Um, And so if if you don't ask this question, it's still very uh, it's still very evergreen. Okay okay okay. So it still works if you don't ask it. So tomorrow. No, have Chuck's question of the
3: day. No, no. Like might be next segment or it maybe it eight might, o'clock. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Okay. I'll well, anxiously await your question. <laughs> so this is kind of my it's been my favorite question to ask and it just keeps changing. But I wanna ask you guys, were the last two weeks, do you feel like that was just taking care of business against not great football teams? Or do you think this team is playing better as a different team than they were at the beginning of the season? And is it enough that you feel like yes, a bowl game is is gonna happen?
2: Okay, I'll I'll go first. I um it's weird. I feel like the last two weeks have you finally have your identity in terms of how you're going to approach the rest of the season with Taj Brooks, and you're playing to your strength with running, and <clears throat> mixing in the passing game. You're seeing your offensive line become a strength, maybe at least from a from a run block standpoint. And uh, I think the defense has just been absolute nails. I, I would say to me, the getting to a bowl game, yeah, they're going to get to a bowl game. I think it's more about now: can you improve your lie? Can you? Can you get to seven or eight wins? Because I, I, I think that that's still there in front of
3: you. Tell me which three. Like, just give me three. Which Which of the three that you're feeling the most confident about right now?
2: Okay, I'm, I'm feeling extremely confident about TCU. Uh, I do feel confident about uh, Central Florida, and I, I think I feel pretty confident about K State. And I would even tell you. I think Kansas I know I know they put up a ton of points this past weekend, but I, I'm just telling you, their their defense is not good at all. It's and so if you can if you can contain them, I mean they put up fifty one on UCF, but UCF scored twenty-two on them. And I just feel like that I feel like your defense is way better than UCF's. So I'm I'm gonna tell you KU, K State UCF and uh, TCU. That that's four. That gives you that, that gives you seven wins. Without playing, going to BYU
3: and losses to uh, BYU and Texas. No,
2: I, I think I think BYU. I think BYU still a very winnable game. I, I'd say to me, the one loss you're going to have the rest of the year is
3: Texas. So five and one the rest of the way. I think so. I think so. Eight and four. Man, I like it. I am a fan.
1: Yeah, I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> uh, to go back to Jamie's first question. Uh, yeah, there
3: was a lot here, so was... I apologize. No, no, I fine. was all
1: over the place. Uh, to go back to the first one, split. I think Saturday was a sign of what this team can be. I think the y- y- game against Houston was a taking care of business against a bad football team. Okay. Um, this I, I really feel like the Baylor game was the best game you have played this season Start to finish.
3: Yeah, and I think the score should have been worse. Yeah. It um, felt like you left 10 to 14 points on the on the field in the first half.
1: Getting the win on Saturday does, I think, put you back in the conversation of being bowl eligible. Had you lost that game, I'm not saying that you couldn't, but finding three more wins on the regular season makes is a lot easier when you only need to find three as opposed to four at this point in the year. I do not feel great about Kansas state. There's nothing until a win over the wildcats will make me feel better. About uh, that's, that's, that's a fair comment. Um, the number of times that you've been the better team and lost in that game until it happens. I, I do not feel good about it. Now, TCU, Kansas UCF would be the three that I think are your best chances, uh, with, I don't know what TCU is doing. I, I think they're playing football. It's kind of hard to tell. Uh, you Why think, are we
3: all so confident about winning at Kansas? We're not confident about winning at BYU, yet Kansas put it on BYU.
1: Uh, best chance uh, is in like, I really do think your defense can show out. I'm really worried about this team playing at altitude with what happened at Wyoming. And oh, altitude
3: didn't have anything to do with I,
1: that. I, I would love to say that it completely didn't. I don't think it is. So much think.
3: so that they're not going a day early. Yeah, I don't think. I, They've I, changed their plans.
1: Changing their plan is good. Um, but we're also very familiar with Kansas, as opposed to not knowing anything about BYU, the experience there, all of that. Uh, that's why I've got Kansas just above BYU in that. But those are the three wins that are, are most likely for me, and you, bowl, eligibility, bowl eligibility is still on the table.
3: Okay, so uh, I think I will agree with the first part of what Jeff said. I think he I think you nailed it. I, I think Houston's not a great football team. I think Baylor's just an okay football team. and I I think you you showed what you could do um, when you're playing on both sides of the ball well. Uh, so I think that was a big step in the right direction. But I still think I lean towards it was a taking care of business two-game stretch if I'm having to generalize the whole thing. Um, But I will say this. I think you're a different football team now than you were a few weeks ago. And everybody's going to say well that's because Jamie has thought that Baron Morton should be the starter all along. That's not the reason. Okay? I think West Virginia was rock bottom. I think Your coaching staff, as Coach McGuire said, did a little self-scout, and they looked in the mirror, and what Chuck said about figuring out who you are, what your identity is. And I think your offensive coaching staff figured out what your identity is because it has been a big difference. Yeah. A big difference. Okay? And what your identity is is hand the ball off to Taj Brooks. And when you do that, you're a really good football team because your offensive line is pretty good at run blocking. Mm -hmm. Pretty good at run blocking. And when you use the run to set up the pass, your less experienced quarterback is pretty good. Okay? He fits what you're trying to do. I think this offensive staff figured out what they're trying to do. And I think you're starting to see the potential of what they can be. Um, We don't have to be the air raid all the time. We can, we're allowed to have a great running back that leads the conference in rushing or, or is a first team all conference runner. We're allowed to do that and we can still throw the bu- bu- mm-hmm. football and be sure. fun. Okay. Sure. So I think you figured out who you were as an offense. And that's what you touched on, Chuck. You mm-hmm. figured out what your identity is. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> okay. Talk or no talk? Mm-hmm. Keep talking. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I feel good in my in order of confidence level TCU UCF right now, okay. Um, I would put BYU on the road ahead way ahead of Kansas. Okay. Okay. So I, I think I'm. I I think you're gonna get one of those two. All right. I think you're gonna get to six and six.
2: Okay, six and six. All right. Uh, the bold projections uh, came out. Uh, First for ESPN yesterday, Mark Slaball has uh, Texas Tech playing in uh, uh, the um, Guaranteed Rate Bowl. And then another guy has us playing in the Armed Forces Bowl.
0: The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: It's great to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with... Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from the First United Bank studio and look forward to hearing from you on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double t 973com for that. Visual Edge IT hotline is open, too, at 806-771-0973. We've obviously talked uh, quite a bit about the Tech 39-14 win over Baylor on uh, Saturday night in Waco, and they'll play uh, Kansas State on Saturday night. It's a blackout. Jamie, it's blackout Saturday. Is it? Yeah, okay. It's blackout. Uh, Our optimum game day live coverage will begin from the stadium at 7. The kick is at 7. And then, of course, after the game, the double 297 three-course Light post-game show.
3: What's our weather looking like? I have not.
2: uh, not High of
3: 67, low of 44 on Saturday. Nice.
2: Uh, Football weather.
3: So you would imagine after it gets dark, it's going to be in the probably in the 50s. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. It's going to be a.
2: This will be, uh, chilly the,
3: but fun Saturday night. This
2: will be the time where the uh, East Side Sun will come into our into our play. There you go. Okay, so this is there you go where the the, the West Side will be. The west side will little, be a little chilly, and blanket weather, and then we'll be over mm-hmm. there in our shorts, <laughs> not quite so much. Yeah, but, I don't know about that. Not quite so much. So here, you kind of had my question at uh, seven thirty, and, and not necessarily specifically, but kind of. So the, the, I had really I, I really have two questions for you uh, with regard to tech football. They're not necessarily related to the game, but you can, you can relate them to the game because at, at this point in time, you've got a ton of two and one football teams in the big 12, okay? You have Texas at two and one, KU's at two and one, Iowa State's at two and one, Texas, Tech's at two and one. And then you have a bottleneck of one and one teams, Oklahoma State, BYU, and Kansas State. Is there, is there big separation from the two-and-one of Texas and the two-and-one of Iowa State and then Tech and KU are kind of in the middle between those two?
3: I don't uh, – personally, Chuck, I don't think you can – to answer one of your questions, is there separation between Texas and Iowa State? I don't even think those two teams are on the same planet. Yeah. Okay. Um I don't think West Virginia is better than Texas, even though they're two and zero in the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I personally, I look at it and I feel like, all right, just being honest here. I don't know that anybody's probably played an easier schedule, Big Twelve wise, to start the year than the Red Raiders.
2: Okay.
3: Okay. I, I guess we could look at other team schedule. But West Virginia, who was picked to be last in this conference, looks to be better than last. I still don't think they're a great, great football team. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Houston, they're where we thought they would be, near Mm -hmm. the bottom. Okay? Baylor, I think we thought they'd be closer to the top, but they're not very good. Okay? So I still can't look at the conference standings at this point and feel like we know... Too much based on the standings. I think we can learn from the games that we have seen, right? That you you have to think highly of Oklahoma because they just beat Texas, right? Yeah. Um. I think you can you can think highly of Kansas because I mean, shoot, that was a six point game halfway through the third quarter against Texas on the road. Okay, we think highly of Texas. Oklahoma, you know, his defense was really good. Again, and their win against Cincinnati, and they they slowed down a high power Texas offense, so you can think highly of them. Um, you know, I, I just, the rest of it, I don't know. I mean, I don't think West Virginia is anywhere near the, one of the best teams in the Bay 12 Conference.
2: But listen to this. So they were off this past week, but next week they go to Houston, then they host Oklahoma State, then they play at UCF, then they play at home against BYU. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, they that could, could
3: be six and zero in conference. They, they could. I mean, they yeah. they could win. They're not going to be Chuck. They're not. They're not.
2: They could win. Would it surprise you if they won three of those four ball games? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But even if they even if they win two,
3: I, I would bet they would split.
2: They're bowl eligible.
3: Yeah, maybe I'm just like completely just being naive about West Virginia, and they're better than I think they are. It's. I just don't.
2: their defense is pretty good, and they're better at quarterback with the starter than with the backup guy.
3: Yes, no doubt.
2: I mean, no. and and that, that's. I mean, that's. You can say that about a lot of teams. I understand that, but I mean, probably not but, ours. But for expo- <laughs> exponentially, exponentially, they're they're yeah. pretty good.
3: I I just I'm not buying into West Virginia yet. Okay, okay. I'm surely not buying into Iowa State's two and one. Okay. Hmm. Texas Tech's two and one. I'm in a wait and see mode. Kansas is two and one. I'm right there as well. I'm wait and see. I don't think Iowa State is finishing in the top eight in the Big Twelve conference.
2: Yeah. Uh, for uh, for Oklahoma State, they have Kansas this next week. They have Kansas at home, and coming off of that K State win, they'll have another big crowd. Uh, yep. And,
3: and Kansas will whoop them.
2: That's a two thirty kick. Um, and then they have at West Virginia. They host Cincinnati, and then they host Oklahoma. Unfortunately, the Bedlam game not the not the last one of the year uh-huh. is what it is. Right,
3: well, my my care levels are super high. Uh, I
2: I, I, I'm with you. I understand. Yeah, that's more the traditionalist in me that's coming out that's than the,
3: the Oklahoma and Oklahoma State people to be angry. Sure. About. Yeah. Right. I right. got other things to worry about.
2: Right. Uh, Texas is now ranked ninth in the country. And uh, the Longhorns uh, next week are—they're off this week. They got a bye week this week, and then they play at Houston, BYU, K-State at home.
3: So, somebody asked us on the Yates Floating Center chat line early this morning, mm-hmm. "Who's the team that's going to be Oklahoma the rest of the way?" Mm. What would your answer be?
2: Let me let me just look at their schedule real okay. quick. And kinda... I'll
3: give you my answer. Okay, go ahead. It's Texas. Texas is going to beat them in the Big Twelve championship game. Oh, okay. I still think Texas is the better team. Okay, and Bedlam, or excuse me, the Red River rivalry shootout—you know, whatever it's called—is went exactly like we expect it to do. Yeah. Every year, it's it seems to be that way, except for last year when it was a complete blowup. But mm-hmm. it seems that way. You know, um, I expect to see those two teams now in the Big Twelve championship game. Who's 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 taking one of them out? I mean, we would have thought it was going to be Kansas State, but they surely don't look like they're going to. They've got work to do if they're going to do that.
2: Yeah, they got UCF on the 21st. They're off this week as well, Oklahoma is.
3: I don't think You're missing
2: the obvious answer.
1: It's going to be the Red Raiders when we beat Texas in the last week of the season. (laughs) That puts us in the Big 12 championship game.
3: Oh, wow. I'm a fan. Planted firmly in G. I'm a fan of Jeff right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you're going
2: to go six
0: straight you're going to win six straight it
3: into existence jeff okay. make it happen
0: this has been the morning drive podcast presented by cantex roofing and construction check out our library of double t973 podcasts at double t973.com